Bonjour to les Monde at Ringside Crew. My name is Ashley Dambois. This is Tina San Antonio, your NYWC Scarlet Champion. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tamaku. And you're listening to Dudes at Ringside Podcast with Joe Panther and the Metal Geek. You're watching and listening to the Dudes at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hey there, Ringside Crew. Before I do my fun intro, I just want to say let's all do a moment of silence for a lost soul in our wrestling community today. We lost yesterday, last night, tragically, we lost Jimmy Rave. Let's do a moment of silence. Thank you. You'll never be forgotten, Jimmy Rave. And now, welcome to a new new episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now introducing from the top of Metal Mountain all the way down to all 50 states and the globe, it's the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, International? No, what's going on, everybody? How's it going, Joe? How's, how's it going? Yeah. Just, just rough. It's rough losing another wrestler, another wrestler in the the ring, especially Ring of Honor. Like, so, what is your fondest memory of uh, Jimmy Rave, Geekin? Actually, to be honest, I had a couple. Actually, I actually had the opportunity to witness his debut match as the crown jewel of the embassy in mm. Elizabeth, New Jersey, his match was against Trent Acid, which is awesome. To actually watch him debut as the crown jewel was amazing, and he will never be forgotten. And the unbelievable match he had with AJ Styles in the, t- in the Styles class match where, you know, that match was awesome. Thank you, Jimmy, for everything you've done for the industry. Thank you so much. To ready to introduce the guest, Geekin? Yeah, you can start. Yeah. All right, no problem. All right, there, Ringside Crew. Let's give a war. Dudes at Ringside, welcome to the Detroit Barbie, Marina Tucker. Hey, guys. Thank going? you so much for having me. How's it going? It's welcome. going good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I would, as I always would say, if our fans aren't familiar with you, introduce yourself all right well they should be number one but (laughs) just in case i am the detroit barbie marina tucker five two and a half full of detroit sass here to whip everyone's ass so you better be careful the reason why i say that marina is because our podcast has been seen pretty much all over the world well good the world better listen up tonight yeah, we've been seen as far as London, England, Scotland, Ireland. All places that I desire to 
definitely be coming around very Australia. soon. Australia. Oh man, Australia. <laughs> the one one promotion you should put on your if you ever go to England, Coventry Pro Wrestling. All right. Coventry Pro has a I'll lot add it to the list. Good, they have a lot of stars. They have a lot of good stars. There are some stars that America has never even seen yet. Uh, I'm telling you right now, one of the main things that I watch nonstop is there's so much just content at your fingertips with wrestling right now because everybody has YouTube or Twitch or some kind of live stream right now. But I'm telling you, if I could give so much love to all the guys and girls in NXT UK right now because it is almost strictly what I watch on a weekly basis because they put on incredible matches and they deserve 10 times more credit and clout and just people need to know who they are because they are incredible professional wrestlers. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, go next. No, go ahead, Joe. I cut you off. It's like so many, like, as you're right, there's so many wrestlers overseas, like in England and everything that me and Geek weren't even familiar with until we started this podcast and we heard about Coventry Pro Wrestling through a female wrestler just we didn't even ask her. Like we asked, sent me a message, and he got back to us. This mm-hmm. wrestler, she got to came to us and was like, "I was something happened, and I need a podcast to go on." And I'll be, I'm like, "Geek, who's who's Sarah?" <laughs> and then he's like, "I don't know." Look in her page and looked at her page. She's a champion. She was she was a champion in in London, England, in a promotion called Coventry Pro, and. Bing bong, boom. She came on Dudes at Ringside, made our podcast internationally known. You know? Like, it just mm-hmm. happens that quick. The beauty of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, who trained you, Marina? Uh, I have quite a few trainers, actually. I've kind of ran uh, a little bit of the gamut because, unfortunately... Uh, When I got into professional wrestling about five years ago, I did all the things you shouldn't do. (laughs) I unfortunately ran into quite amount of people that just wanted to steal your money and not really give you quality training. And uh, it was very, very disheartening, unfortunately, because I loved professional wrestling so much. And I got really like, uh, like the real reality check into that side of it. I went to people who were names and it turned out they just used that name to take what they wanted from people who just wanted to dip their toe in wrestling and not really commit. So they just tried to get as much money out of those kind of people. Uh, so I learned that a lot. Don't do that. And it, unfortunately that was, you know, only five years ago. And now there's crazy amounts of schools popping up where people can clearly get really good training. But I was trained by uh, Afa the Wild Samoan, uh, Ricky Santana, and Chris Silvio. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool. And I, I've gone through many uh, seminars, and I could credit a lot, a lot of people with, you know, helping me along the way. I always like to think you can only learn so much uh, from one coach, one mentor, one teacher, uh, you know, so many other people can teach you things that maybe you spent months training with somebody and it just clicks a different way. If someone just explains something just a little bit differently or, or tweaks something, sometimes the light switch just turns on for somebody just by talking to somebody else. So I always like to think, you know, the more you can get with wrestling knowledge from more and more people, it, it definitely helps your career. It helps you, you know, as a person too. just, being a wealth of knowledge and learning and 
the sport you need to learn. I mean, I constantly am trying to learn, going to new shows, meeting new people. And then, like you said, going to other countries. It's how you keep learning. Mm. Totally. What would you say? What would you say your first match like was like in front of a crowd to get? Oh, like, horrible! You, <laughs> what, what was your, I was going to ask what your feelings were like uh, going through the curtain for the first time. I felt like I wasn't ready. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of people feel that way. I was not ready, but uh, I think I was thinking more of a the girl point of view. Like I don't look ready. Like, like I said, I went to a couple schools and training places where they were just like yeah you've had like barely any training just go out there and do it so you didn't have gear made you didn't have you know the look down or any sort of resemblance of a gimmick which I think is so important to go out there and have at least a mindset of um and some form of psychology you know uh but yeah I felt oh my god I I would like to think that I could delete all of that stuff off YouTube. No, that's there. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah I, you know, the nerves take over your, you kind of just kind of go into fight or flight. I mean, I think that's with everything with people doing, but going on in front of, you know, hundred people and being kind of insecure, not even just about the actual performance side or the work side of it, but just even, you know, did I put my tights on right? Does it going to look bad if I bend over in this outfit? I mean, everything from I hope, you know, the suplex looks okay to I hope my chain wrestling doesn't get messed up. But you're also thinking about things you never would have thought of, like, oh, when I bend over, oh, my God, my shorts disappear. That's hor-, You know, things you don't think about all come into your head when you're in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like with us, like we go to public or we go into pu- public, I... I, I told this to Geek when we went together the first time we went to the indie show on Long Island, which you should keep in mind if you ever come to uh, Long Island or New York side, the promotion's called Victory Pro Wrestling. It's a very good promotion. Super good. Like, they they let you run with your gimmick. So, like, if you want to just, if you want to be total heel, and they'll say, I'm a heel, go for it. And, like, like it's a good promotion. And also Cap. Cap, um, that's on Long Island too. That's one of the, the major right, right? Queer Pro. Queer Pro, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're so really used good to, things. Well, yeah, we're so used to calling it Cap because her from New York. So it's like everyone from New York usually calls it Cap. Oh yeah, Cap. And it's like Yeah. Cap, what's that? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about them for sure. Yeah. yeah, they did a show yeah. last night on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, Next Brian game. Myers runs it, right? Yeah, yeah, Brian Myers and uh, who wasn't the other Pat, guy? Pat, right? Pat, 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 Pat Buck, and yeah. uh, I think Matt Cardona is, has a part in it too. So I thought he was an owner, that's why I always think that was trying to add no, his name. No, to everything. no, it's Pat Buck, it's Pat Buck is a part owner. So, mm. but Gun Geek, I got another question. Um, here we go. This is Joe fun, Joe's fun questions. Um, if uh, if there if there we go. Oh, geek, you go next. Dang it, <laughs> my question is <laughs> zapped in my brain. Who would be? It would be like the ultimate dream match that you would love to have somebody a match with. Charlotte Flair, without that a doubt. Well, that'd be actually that'd be a really good match. Good. Yep, <laughs> she, in my opinion, is just 
Ah, uh, close to perfection. If it could be for a, a female wrestler, she, as she's put some of the guys to shame, in my opinion, she has it. I mean, that's a real thing. You know, people say, you know, what does a superstar look like? She walks out there and shows everybody what it is in yeah. every way, humanly, even if Flair wasn't her dad in every way possible. She walks out there and she has it and, and she's great at it. Like she, you want to watch her. You can't, you don't want to, you know, go to the bathroom. You don't want to, you want to watch her tell a story and she's fantastic at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so told, that would be I, a dream. I even told Joe that I'm like, Joe, uh, Joe she's freaking amazing. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if she went for like, you know, she won every title there is or uh, every the women's title every time. I wouldn't be surprised if she went for the men's title eventually in the future because she's that good. She is that good. I just don't know if they will ever go in that direction. Yeah, uh, no. for, for, as a company. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, and she is a you know she's a real athlete, which I think is one hundred percent important. Uh, being a professional wrestler, you should look like you could beat someone up. Uh, I have been in the ring with a lot of girls that I feel like a gust of wind could blow them over, and uh, I feel like being a professional, any kind of athlete, you should look it. And uh, that's one thing I'm. She, you know. She was a gymnast. She incorporates a lot of that into her body of work, which I think is awesome. It makes her unique. And uh, she can talk, which I feel like is super rare for any kind of worker nowadays, too. So it's believable. And she's fantastic. And I think every woman's wrestler should should watch her. And a lot of the times when I run into uh, fellow workers on the indie scenes and they say certain things or, you know, have these kind of attitudes. And I just sit there and think, would you say this to Charlotte Flair? If you say, oh, you know, I don't feel I don't feel like I should do that or this. I'm like, I can't wait to hear what these girls are going to say when they come up to someone who's, you know, 5'10", a legit athlete and can do everything under the sun. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I got my question. If you could go back to the 80s or 90s, which manager from that time era would you want in front of you or behind you? Jim Cornette. Ooh, Jim. I could see that. I can yep. see him like do, doing his Jim Cornette. You got, I got the Detroit Barbie doll right yep. here. She will so, own the scene for you. I could see him like taking over the whole thing. That's right. Yeah, he's fantastic. I uh, I listen to almost every wrestling podcast there is uh, from other wrestlers, from workers to promoters. Uh, just to, uh, you know, fans or people who work in the business or at one point did, um, I think getting every perspective, you know, the whole circle, whether, you know, people lean this way or this way, you know, the business as a whole, I think you need to hear it from every angle to really understand it. So he's one of the people I listen to on a daily basis, you know, driving in the car at the gym, you name it. I I have podcasts on almost more than music. Have you have you got a chance to check any of our past ones? I have, yes, uh, with Kylin. Ah, okay, yeah. So she was talking about you. I was like, yeah, oh, on our podcast, yeah. Maybe creeping a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's, she's 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 coming for that belt. I could tell. She was saying it. I was like, oh. Well, sits right here on my bookshelf, so she might have to wait. Let's see. We are the home of champions. Yeah. Well, it's actually it's still in the car. I haven't unpacked the car. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the, the car has about six suitcases in it because I was in three different states in one week. So I just kind of wow. like shoved everything, like dropped an elbow on the trunk. Like, plus my dog has a bunch of stuff. So like plus the dog bed on top of all the suitcases, you're shoving it all down, you know. So <laughs> he has almost as much stuff as I do. So he's a diva himself. It was a mommy and me day. Weekend. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to talk about your match with Kylan King, you could talk about it. You know, your upcoming. Oh match. yeah, it's 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 our first time ever meeting, one on one. I should say, one on one. We've uh, we've been around the state of Florida for for a, for a while, both of us, and uh, we've encountered each other, but it's always been in uh, some kind of tag or uh, triple threat or sudden death kind of thing. So we have never really worked one on one together ever and it's been about four years that we've been running around the same circles so it's this match is uh you know in a long time coming it's been in the years making so i'm i'm definitely looking forward to it for sure and she's claiming she's going to be both ccw champions <laughs> yeah we'll see about that sweetheart <laughs> i've been i've uh, been the staple of florida for a very long time and it's funny how no one seems to want to acknowledge that i held I've held the belts, you know, through the entire state. You know, I like to think I put the women's division of Florida on my back. Mm. So we'll see. There's a, uh, there's a wrestler that we had on the podcast last night. She's from Scotland and she wants to bring her belt to America and make it a world title. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, It's a pretty looking belt. It looks like it, it looks like like a. it looks like if the world heavyweight title from WCW had a baby. And oh. mixed, yeah, that belt. Okay. Uh, no, now the, you're talking no, the my belts, language. The belt's on our Instagram page, actually. Yeah, we took a picture. She took a picture with the belt, like, like that exactly. in the picture. It yeah. looks. You. It looks like the big gold belt. It big gold like belt's the best belt there ever has been, oh, in my opinion. That's the best. It's the best belt. It would be, be awesome if CCW could say, you know what, we'll take our belt across the pond or something like that. You're right. That hey, would be you it. never know. Well, uh, the belt has been to Chile. So really, wow. yeah. Hmm. So I'm always uh, I'm always thinking overseas. So you never know. You never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my goal for 2022 is to go to uh, either Germany or the UK. So that is the goal right now. Well, now, you know, one next is there's a lot of promotions in England that we could we could suggest you see uh, uh, Coventry Pro. UK wrestling, okay. that's the other one that I know people we don't know, but we know of the wrestlers that have come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um Fight Factory. Fight Factory. Um I can't think of the rest of them. There's there's a there's a CCW, where is that in Germany? Was it Russia in Germany? Uh no, no, Copenhagen. Cop- it's Copenhagen. Oh wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. We have, yeah. we've talked to people from Copenhagen, so that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's WXW so- in Germany is the big one I have my eye on a little bit for sure. And and, and the big one in uh UK is probably progress and rev pro. Yeah. yeah, progress for sure. Um also ICW. I know yeah. I know a lot of them like, you know, and I I know where they're coming from, you know. Kind of, they were all kind of purged over there a little bit because they took a lot of their talent and put them on NXT UK. And yep. so I know they try to keep it really close knit and they don't really like to bring in a lot of outsiders. So I, I mean, I totally understand, but I am coming to learn, you know, try to go to all the seminars and just, you know, they take it so serious over there. And, you know, their ability in the ring is just, I think it's just beautiful the way they wrestle. It's just amazing. So, oh, and reach too. 
Oh yeah, I'll have to for sure. I need. I always just want to like make a checklist of uh, places I want to, you know, check there's out. So many, there's so many promotions I never heard of before. Oh yeah, yeah. before starting this one that's show. from where was the state that that that, that girl that came on a few weeks ago? The promotion's called Blow. <laughs> never no, met. it is not. Yeah, it, is. it really is. Blow. It's in Massachusetts. It's in Massachusetts. Massachusetts somewhere. Was it an yeah. acronym for something? It's like Boston something. Ah, okay. Yeah. Something. That's what it usually like, is. It's not usually yeah. just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I collect stickers and I'm I'm already she said she's gonna send it to us, and I'm just like, oh god. My yeah, where can I properly place this so people don't look at me awkward? Yeah. I just got we got uh stickers today. God. You're getting that full. Good for yes. you. I love my stickers. Stickers are my that's my favorite thing. Look at that. Yeah, I had to throw mine all away, unfortunately. That was bad on my part. Well, if you have pins, I like pins. <laughs> that you know what? So many people I know put all those on their ring the ring gear now, too. Yeah. I have a jacket full of just pins. I love I love pins. And wrestlers, wrestlers have been sending us t-shirts. Hey, I work for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love they, Liberty they are, Pro. They are great people. Oh, yeah. He's the awesome. Owner of Liberty yeah. Pro is such a gentleman. Yes, he's he such is. A sweetheart. Look yep. Yeah. He's a real Southern gentleman. Yes. Those, you know, you like to think they barely exist, but he is definitely one of them. The Him and his guy. wife are like a second family to me. They are wonderful people, which, like I said, I have found horrible people in wrestling so for me to say that <laughs> i'm del to telling you the truth we to be, to be honest i was gonna say you hear about promoters you hear all the stories but and then you see this guy it's like this guy's the complete opposite of 110 percent, and he's I, funny as hell yep I'm not saying all. I'm not saying all promoters are bad, but I'm saying that you know you've heard stories. You know, there, I've encountered them. So yeah, so. those stories. A lot of stories are true. Just, just but know that. That's awesome, what's the crazy though. thing about wrestling. When someone says, "Like, can you believe that happened?" Your immediate thought is just like, "Yeah," because it's wrestling. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, of course. You know, someone says, "Hey, this happened." Yeah, I believe it. Nothing shocking. <laughs> yeah, like we had. We were supposed to have a podcast. Something happened. And we messaged him and said, "Oh, this, this, this happened." And he was like, "How? When did? How long did this person tell you?" I was like, "No, we were five seconds before going, doing five something." Minutes. Live. It was five minutes before. Going five minutes live. before we went live, this person said, "I can't do it." And we're like, "We're sitting five on the minutes. screen, going, what?" Oh yeah. man! Yeah. We told him, and he said, "Send me the code. I got I'm coming you." On. I'm coming on. I'm coming on now, and we're like, "What? He's Such supposed to nice go on guy. Friday." <laughs> That's how I'm telling you that that's the business. It's it's crazy. So, you know, you meet some horrible people, but then the good people you do it makes up for it. I mean, it's a, it's a wide stretch, but essentially the good will outweigh the bad for yeah. sure. But there's a lot mixed in there. <laughs> yeah, because of that, we got so we we like we respect that company so much. We're like, we need to do a liberty. We thought we were going to get more Liberty Pro ladies, but not a lot of them like got back to me so it, it became a women's wrestling month so if the next february is women's wrestling month on dudes at ringside all right yes we got like karen bam bam to come on the podcast we're having ashley bashley bones is coming back on dudes at ringside we're having uh candy crush i never 
I've seen her do Liberty, but I've never watched her wrestle yet. I heard she's pretty good. Never seen her wrestle, but I'm gonna try. We <laughs> <laughs> have a question from the mod. <laughs> have you ever watched Dark Side of the Ring on Vice? Blows my mind. I'm hooked. I have. I've seen every episode. It's crazy. And uh, I've actually met a lot of the. Well, I've met a lot of the people that have been interviewed. Not a lot of the people that it's been about, but I've actually got to hear other stories as well that weren't even mentioned. And absolutely, mm-hmm. and, and you know what's crazy is the there's stuff that they could make episodes out, you know, for a long time. I mean, there's even stuff that's happening now that I could say, oh, that could be on there. And, you know, a lot of the unfortunate, like a lot of the stuff is all the behind the scenes stuff. You know, the stuff in the ring is interesting, but all the crazy stuff that happens backstage is that's the real drama. So yeah, exactly. it's, it's craziness. I mean, it's show business, you know, it's, I could believe it's doing the same thing on movie sets and music videos and all this stuff. But the same, at the end of the day, it's going to be the crazy world of entertainment and uh, everyone would cut anybody's throat to make it just an inch higher. So it's, it is, it is just like that. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. There's an episode. I was like, there's episodes that I think could actually no, there's topics that they haven't done yet. I'm like, Joe, this could be an episode on Dark Side of the Ring. And he's yep. like, you know, you're absolutely right. And then he's like, you know, like some of these episodes, like like uh, Lucha Underground, I'm surprised that was not a, a, a Dark Side of the Ring. You never know. There'll probably end up being another season. So you never know what they're going to hold back on. People <laughs> like it. It'll, they'll, it'll continue. You know what I mean? People are watching. Oh, yeah. Like what and unfortunately, happened? you could say it paints the business in a in a in a certain light, but I mean, you know, you don't hear, you know, you really don't hear Motley Crue or you know, Def Leppard or you know, Guns and Roses going out there. I mean, they've all wrote books, but no one's really brain reenacting horrible things that happened to them on the road. I mean, it's in every business, but I think wrestling has such an amazing fan base that. You know, they kind of want to, you know, they want to feel involved in the show. They want to feel a part of it. That's why we love certain wrestlers that we love. And that's why they get the reactions that they do. And then when you hear these crazy things that have happened to them, you want to know. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's the way the, the, that uh, recently, I'm surprised they haven't did one. They're probably, I, I don't know if they're gonna, but with the stuff that just happened with Ring of Honor, like... That it potentially could. I mean, there might be way more stuff to come of that, that from a business angle, people don't even know. So I think that unfortunately has more to do with business than actual wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, like me and geek, we're going to watch the last show, but then he's like, we have to pay for this. I'm like, no, we'll <laughs> yeah. Twitter we'll updates. <laughs> we'll yeah. watch cap. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep. Cap. <laughs> we'll watch cap. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like, there's a lot of promotions out there that like that we try to ask them or hint to them that what they need to do. And sometimes I'm like, Keith, don't do that. We're gonna get blackballed. Like certain promotion, they should have Twitch. Like the promotion in Florida, CCW, mm-hmm. they should definitely have like this. Like sometimes we have a hard time seeing a promotion if we're not in that city and if we don't have it on the TV. Right. Like, they, yeah. Having a Twitch, we it opens the doors for us. Like, so uh, something that they do, we do CCW Alive, which is a, a weekly show. 
on YouTube mm-hmm. and uh, it's all edited together. And uh, for the most part, they try to keep, it's not all the same show because sometimes CCW will run about two to three shows a week, depending on the week. So sometimes they'll make one long show. I mean, it's probably about 45 minutes and it'll include like uh, either three big matches, four big matches from the entire weekend or just one big show. And uh, they'll like weave in with commentary and backstage interviews. So they do more stuff like that instead of just uh, like just the live stream style. Yeah. Mm. I, it, yeah, I would love to see like one day if they did like an actual big show live on Twitch or something like that. You know, like the the was it the Bash at the Brew or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's their that's usually their big show, like pay per view or of the, yeah of the month. So that's yeah, Bash is one of our big ones. We get about you know four fifty to five hundred you know fans in a brewery. Wow. It's, it's pretty wild. That's I've always, insane. I always wanted to go to one of those shows. The last show I went to was a, a small show in the Pompano area. So, yeah, that's the beauty. CCW is doing amazing things. You know, they're we're calling ourselves, you know, the last territory because we expand throughout the entire state of Florida and into Tennessee. And I think I think it's incredible. You know, we go up the entire East Coast. Uh, you know, and now we're going to hopefully be expanding, you know, to the other coast in 2022. And then we've been running very consecutive shows in, in Nashville. And it's great. And it's amazing to see how this company's growing. And I'm so proud to say that I've been a part of this women's division. It, it was honestly a rebuilding of the women's division because the women's division was uh, kind of put on the back burner for a very long time. And, uh, a uh, few girls here in Florida, uh, me and uh, Lindsay Snow, and uh, at one time her name was Avery Taylor, but you guys might know her as J.C. Janes. Uh, we were all, you know, part of CCW and, uh, you know, bringing back the women's division. And I can say I'm really, really proud to to say that it has grown leaps and bounds. And, you know, now, uh, you know, me and Camille have been a part of it. And Kylan is now just coming in and uh, Christy Janes. And, you know, Bianca Corelli, Santina Morella's daughter, you know, so, uh, you know, it's really a fun time to see women coming into this at one point non-existent division. So to see it from the very beginning, to me, it makes me really proud. Yeah, it's like so many women's wrestlers right now that are like undiscovered and like places like where I live in Pennsylvania, like uh, PPW that has like. Christina Marie, which we didn't even know about her before the podcast, and um, Steele is another girl that's from Pennsylvania, it's from Scranton, PA, and she's undiscovered. And she's such a good talent. Like I've watched some of her matches. I'm like, geez, like, like she wrestles all over Pennsylvania and I think upstate New York, and so does uh, Christina Marie. You should definitely look up Christina Marie. She's she's really <laughs> literally. I was doing this the whole podcast. I was like, no. <laughs> it's like guns, right? Like, her gimmick, it, her gimmick is guns. Like she has like the muscles. So yeah, all right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I, and I'll tell you, sometimes getting to go different places is, is is tough. I mean, I you know, living in the South, I run the entire Southeast, but just trying to get to somewhere like a California or like I have tons of friends that I would love to come up to the New England area, and believe me, I contact quite a lot of people it's more especially COVID unfortunately really depleted a lot of funds for companies 
just they would rather use people who are more local where they don't have to pay for flights or, you know, help for transportation to get other people into the area, which I totally understand, you know, and, and uh, the traveling has also made it a little bit more difficult for other companies. But, you know, sometimes it's really hard to get your name out there. I mean, I know I am a person that's totally in that camp where I want, I have wrestled everyone I could wrestle in the area that I'm in. And now I am trying to shoot out in other areas, but they would rather just use the people who are just conveniently around than taking opportunities from someone who's, you know, 12 plus hours away. Yeah. That's totally understandable. You know, like it's, it's so hard because of the pandemic, like you want to expand your, your, uh, your horizon with opponents and stuff like that, but it's so difficult now. Like I could see you if you, if you ever, as I said before, we get, we're live. I said, if you ever decide to come, come East and you come and you get a chance to wrestle at victory pro, let us know like a week or two in advance or like a month in advance. I'll come to long Island state geeks place. We'll hang out. We'll have some pizza. We'll show it. We'll show you around the Island. Let's go. Yeah. You well, like what's your favorite food, Marina? My last uh, question. Hibachi, like Japanese. Ooh. Geek can find it. Geek, geek knows <laughs> the hibachi place that we could bring you to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've actually never been to that area. I was in New York one time, and it was for like legit, like eight hours. It was like drive in, drive out. Like didn't get to even do barely the touristy stuff. So. I've always wanted to go up there and like a uh, Boston area as well, for sure. Yeah. Go to Salem. The really pretty. Yep. 110% on the bucket list. Yes. I went there during around the beginning of October, right before they started filming uh, the sequel for Hocus Pocus. And I got a picture in front of the, the Hocus Pocus. House. Do you just like know me? Because that's like my favorite movie of all time. Hocus Pocus, the filming part two in Salem. I know. I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. I really don't. I mean, it's like 28 years later. What, yeah. How are they going to make it? <laughs> it? Like I have some sort of ways about it. I don't even know. Like it's my favorite movie and it's like such n- childhood nostalgia. And then I'm like 28 years later. I don't know if we should be uh, doing it, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. No. I like- and I love Disney. Like if you can't tell, like Disney is, Disney is one of my you know, vices essentially. And uh, a lot of all the remakes that they've been doing, I'm just like, maybe you should just keep that on the shelf. Cause it's a classic and just leave it the hell alone for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> but they like money. So money's green. It feels good in their hands and they want to spend it. Yeah. And then there's me like in the movie theater watching it. I'm just like, I'm just trying to like hide. Cause it's so bad. <laughs> but, but for me, I saw that. I'm like, Hocus Pocus 2. Okay, I mean, it's work. But then I, I'm the one, I'm the one jumping up and down, excited because Ghostbusters Afterlife was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like you want to have hope, but then like you've seen what they've done, like coming up to it, and you're like, Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, Ghostbusters <laughs> 2016. I go, oh. it's like Russian roulette with your feelings. Yeah, <laughs> for like... your childhood nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm the I'm the one that accidentally gets the egg instead of the bullet. <laughs> yeah. so, so how was it like working for AEW Dark, which is awesome, by the way? Oh yeah, it, it was a great opportunity. It was, it was so for me. I think it was a crazy different experience than other people because uh, I used to live in Orlando for about three years. And I bartended at Universal Studios. Mm. So the fact like I I moved from Orlando to Tampa 
literally the day Florida went into lockdown for the pandemic. So it was, we have no idea what's happening, but we left our jobs. We moved to Tampa for different jobs. And my job was to pursue wrestling full time. And then all of a sudden we're in a pandemic. So it was crazy to think the first time I'm ever going back to Universal was to be a wrestler and not to work as a bartender. And it was a very, very surreal moment to know that all that hard work there I was just working and now I'm coming back to be filmed as a wrestler. So it was, it was incredible to like have that kind of 360 moment in the back of my head. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. I, w- I was really proud. You know, uh, there's a lot of people are getting like, you know, this opportunity to do it is freaking phenomenal. And uh, you know, to work in front of, you know, cameras and more of like the live TV studio setup that they have is phenomenal and it's beautiful the way they have everything set up and uh bob rosen who's the the aw ring guy he is a phenomenal human being and everything is just top notch top of the line and uh it was it was insane to see you know that kind of outside perspective of because they filmed for five weeks so to see kind of like the well-oiled machine of how you know they kept everyone going for that whole day and everyone was, you know, in a very positive attitude and, and it was great. Uh, you know, it was, it was a great opportunity. I, you know, I hope that they have me back sometime soon. You never know. And, uh, uh, I was really, really, yeah, yeah. I was really, spending your kids at ringside magic. We'll get you know, back. honestly to think back, you know, and, you know, I can't talk for everybody because this year was a very horrible year for a lot of people, very understandably, but for my career, if you would have told me five years ago the things that I did this year, I would have just been like, no, you're, you're lying. The fact that I could say in this year alone, I did WrestleMania. I walked out on the WrestleMania stage and stood in the ring. And then I was a part of, you know, countless Raw and SmackDown tapings and extra work. And then I was live on AEW Dark. And, you know, here we are wrapping up the year. And uh, I'm very proud of the companies I've worked for. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what 2022 is going to come up with. And I'm so ready for it. I can tell you that. So I'm really happy looking back on 2021. And, you know, the things that I got to do were absolutely incredible. Definitely. You're closing the year as a champion. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you never know what the new year is going to bring. And I'm, I'm so happy. And I can actually say, you know, I am proud of myself, the fact that you know, I sat there and, you know, the things that I've got to do just in this year alone, let alone my wrestling career so far, is, you know, me as a four-year-old wrestling fan, you know, I fell in love with wrestling so young and never in a million years would think I would even get here where I am. So, you know, you really do have to sit back and think, holy cow, I'm really lucky and I'm really, you know, but I worked hard and I'm really proud of the fact that I did get that opportunity. I did work my butt off to get there. So, so yeah. So you you wrestling Ashley Demois or it happened or? Uh... So I had worked her in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah, one time. Yeah, just, uh... yeah. We had a we had a really good match. Yep, she's uh she's a new up and coming wrestler. You know, she's fresh out of the Nightmare Factory. She's making a really good name for herself. She's got you know very athletic built. She's she's a great athlete. And uh, she's got a really good head on her shoulder. So we had, we had a fun match. And I'm definitely going to see us probably 
you know, crossing paths again here pretty soon sometime, maybe even next year. Never know. Uh, yeah, no, what... she, her family actually was from that area. So she had like her next door neighbors there. And like, I think like some of her, like her high school teachers or something like the whole town showed up for her. So of oh, course geez. they hated me, but yeah, that was cool to see. I, I always think that's really cool to see when people like really support other people's dreams. And, you know, that's, that's nice to see. Yeah, what was there supposed to be a rematch or uh I think So there was... there was supposed to be a rematch, but there was like a bunch of like I think it was like flights when all that flight stuff was happening where everyone's like flights kept getting canceled and stuff. Yeah. Like that one time period where like no one could get a flight. Yeah, there was supposed to be another one, but you never know. It could be on the books for next year. Yeah. Yeah, two great title events right there. You versus Kylan King and you versus Ashley Dimbois next year. So Yeah. It's funny because both both of them have been on dudes at ringside. Yeah, they're 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 both really good. They're both good girls, and you know, yeah. can't say that about everybody, but I can definitely yeah. say that about them yeah. for sure. Yeah, both super nice, you know. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I uh, I unfortunately, like I said, I did all the wrong things getting into professional wrestling. I thought because I did a uh, uh, all star cheerleading, and I was a cheerleader for seven years, so you were always on a tight team with a bunch of girls. And I kind of thought when I got into wrestling, it was kind of be like kind of a sorority. Uh, I was not ever in a sorority though. <laughs> but like after I graduated from college, I moved to Florida to start my training. And uh, I was like, yeah, maybe all the girls, like maybe we ever, everyone goes to like each other's houses and watches the pay-per-views or, you know, maybe everyone just like hangs out, like talks about like, man, do you see that crazy ring of honor match? Like, no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> I got my hopes up and it plummeted. It's not like that, even a little bit. Maybe some places, but not Florida. <laughs> Jeez. So I got my hopes up for that one. And like I said, I've, I have tried. I have really tried. And it's, you know, blown up in my face countless times with uh, trying to be really close friends with a lot of people. So you just keep your circles really tight, you know. One of my favorite sayings in wrestling is uh, Scott Hall said, well, do you want to be, do you want to go to dinner with me or do you want to wrestle me? And I think that's the best way to describe professional wrestling. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So, totally. so, so um, do you have any upcoming shows or? Uh... Yes, absolutely. Actually, my uh, first match of 2022 is going to be Bash at the Brew against Kylan King. So I am super excited about that one. That's a great way to bring in the new year. And then I will be uh, a couple shows here in Florida. Um, throughout uh, January, we have one in Ocala, Florida, uh, which is uh, CCW and OCW kind of combining together. So it's kind of like a kind of like a battle of the brands, essentially, kind of show, which is cool because we'll get to uh, work with a couple people. We don't ever get to see that often. And, uh, and then at the end of January, I will be uh, up in Atlanta doing a show with uh it's kind of like a partner show with the nightmare factory it's a lot of the students they're kind of partnering together to create a show kind of like a not a student showcase uh but they've gotten a few kind of local florida local georgia wrestlers and they're kind of putting on a show just right outside of the nightmare factory so it's not in the school but it's outside of the school Mm -hmm. okay so there's gonna be some fun people on that show too you know a couple people Actually, a lot of people that you've seen on Dark, you know, everyone's kind of kind of like a big school effort putting on a good show. So I'm excited about it. I haven't been up there and haven't worked a lot of a lot with those those Nightmare Factory students. So it'll be fun to see see what they're doing up there. Mm-hmm. 
We want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast, by the way. Oh, thank yeah, so absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for handling my crazy traveling schedule. I appreciate no. it. That's no, what I'm right. saying. Like we, we're the most easygoing podcast. I treat me and geek treat this like a professional thing, but they're not really a professional. We're just two guys hanging out. We, me and geek met in college. So yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's we're great. Like friends yeah. since college. We did college radio together. So that's why we, we're oh, so used to that's talking. awesome. I trained him in radio. You know, that's why whenever we do something, it's like, or try not to do it so quick, 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 quick. But we want to, Make sure nothing's too quiet. Nothing, nothing, no long gaps. It's called silence on the radio. That's like death. You know what I mean? Like, well, I can appreciate that because I went to school for sports broadcasting, so I appreciate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Very. You know, some people think it's easy talking, but actually, it's most people. It's like the number one like fear is public speaking. So, not everyone can do what you guys can do. Yeah. So it's please hard. tell it's your hard. friends, tell your wrestling friends about us, please. Absolutely. Totally. I got a ton of them. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe I know a ton of them. Maybe I can say that. <laughs> Should I yes. just put more stickers in the envelope so you could bribe them? <laughs> right. <laughs> Be like, look at this. <laughs> here, here, here. What, here. what is that? What is that like Geico commercial where he's got on the fishing pole? He's like, you almost got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You almost got it. There you go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There's a few ladies that like we contact, but but they you know they probably don't see it in their DMs. Like, um, this promotion that that you uh, um, I don't know if you ever heard of uh the other CCW. It's the one that's the purple with the night. Yeah, coastal, mm. Co- not coastal. coastal. Um, not not coastal. Capital, capital. Yeah. Capital. Yep. Capital. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one that I'm like, hmm, they're cool. Well, I do I do know a lot of people in the business won't do podcasts unless they'll like, you know, get compensation out of it or just yeah, something like that. You know, people yeah. would rather just a lot of people are getting taught that side of the business now. Like I said, like when I started the business, like, and I haven't, I'm not even trying to be that person, but even five years ago when I started in this business, it was so dramatically different than it is now. And, uh, and I can't even imagine what, you know, the circuit, the indies were like 10 years ago, even though I really do wish I was doing it 10 years ago, uh, just because I think the climate was better. Uh, but yeah, I mean, people are kind of getting taught the the less professional way of wrestling and more like the easy way of professional wrestling, which I don't know how that's going to pay off in the long haul. But a lot of people, especially girls, uh, you know, women's wrestling's changed a lot. So they uh, girls expect a lot more uh, yeah. just because they're women. Yeah. And I hate to say that, but it's kind of true. So sometimes, like you guys said, girls won't answer you. Yeah, that's girls. So and don't take it personally. It's girls. Like geek, 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 geeks always, <laughs> geeks always. Guy, guys too. Guys too. The guys, we, the we, ego. Yeah, ego. We get a lot of, there. we get a lot of the, the girls, some of the girls we want, they don't respond to us. And then the ones that we don't know, we've never seen their matches. They're the first ones like, oh, my God, I didn't see your message. And then we're available in, in, in two weeks. I'm ready. I, I I'll give me, Here's my pictures. And they send like 50 pictures. I'm like, yeah. what pictures do I use? Yeah. We have all these good ones. So I was like, geeks, like, just use the title pictures. Yeah. <laughs> good ones. Well, I'll tell you, know, it's, it's crazy because sometimes like, until I go on something like a podcast, sometimes like I'll say, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I, I wrestled, I, I've beat Camille, <laughs> you know, like I, I've wrestled Camille. I've wrestled the NWA women's champion. I've, 
I've wrestled with these girls who are now on NXT and uh, WWE. And, you know, sometimes people will go, wait, you? So sometimes people really don't know, you know, about certain people. And that's that's so important about getting your name out there. You know, all I want is uh, I want people to follow me because I entertain them. People, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen my social media. You're not going to see me, you know, doing the what I like to say, the Florida indie girl pose where you're just like, you know, here's me in the gym half naked or here's me, you know, like that's how people get a lot of followers and no, that's working. their system. Yeah, I'm going to put out that hard work. I, I want to show you why you should follow me. Either I entertain you or you should hate me or you should like me or I don't want people to follow me just in hopes they see something scantily clad. So, yeah. you know, I am a worker through and through and that's always been me. Like I, you know, I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago with uh, uh, she uh, impacts uh, Taylor Wilde. And, you know, I told her if there was no TV, if wrestling was like it was in the territories where you went to, you know, Texas and you did Texas for a month and then you went, you know, to the Carolinas and and worked that way, I would still be a professional wrestler because I, I fell in love with it, you know, all those years ago. And I still love it. You know, I don't I didn't want to ever be a professional wrestler because I watched Total Divas. I've always wanted to be a professional wrestler because I fell in love with it. Yeah. Totally. Like, I even told that's something I told Joe also. It's like, I I mean I love doing this podcast. Even if me if no one's in the chat, I still love talking to people and talking to Joe and that, having a conversation. So I mean, get them my my case, Marina. I should go the next day. Oh, I heard you talking downstairs. How many people are watching? <laughs> like, I'm like, from my vantage point, I can't the, see. It doesn't matter how many people are watching. I don't care how many people are watching. It could be one person. You know what it cares? Me and Geek are now meeting wrestlers from all over the world and all over the country. Before this, I thought I would never be able to be, meet you. I, I, oh, yeah. There goes two. <laughs> there goes <laughs> two people. But um, anyway, like I was saying, um, it doesn't matter if like one people or two people are watching now. It matters how many people are going to watch next month. Right. You know, it's crazy. That works in the ring, too, because I know some of the best professional wrestlers in the world, like, you know, Roderick Strong and and Adam Cole. They had some of their best matches like they'll even they've even said it themselves. Like they had some of their best matches in front of like 10 people. Like no one showed up. It was just a little small. You know, they've done crazy things that, you know, PWG and Ring of Honor. But sometimes they say, man, I had some of my best matches and no one was there. Yeah, sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And sometimes you have work. horrible matches in front of hundreds of people, so yeah, exactly. it, it goes both ways. Exactly. Like, I get worried, but then I realize after the fact, someone's gonna look up Marina Tucker on YouTube and be like, "Oh my God, Joe and Metal Geek had Marina Tucker on the podcast," mm-hmm. and then you get a gain a fan from England. Or That's something. right. Or something. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. The sixth degree. Somebody knows somebody that knows somebody, right? Exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah. So if if our fans want to buy any of your merchandise, where can they find it? So I have a collection of T-shirts on pro wrestling, or sorry, pro wrestling tees, and uh, I work for a company called Pro Wrestling Action all the time. So I always, I always like have to like, oh wait, wrong word, uh, pro wrestling tees, and uh, so I have a couple selection shirts on there, and then also I do do eight by tens. So if anybody is interested in a signed autograph, eight by 10, they can just uh, message me through Instagram, which is Marina Marina 25, 
or Twitter, which is bookmarina25, and I will personalize them and send them out to anybody who'd like one. Okay, cool. We would like to thank you for coming on the podcast. Well, yeah, thank you. Before you go, our mod always does a screenshot of us taking a picture with you. So, mod, get ready to do the screenshot. Ready, Marina? All right. All right. (laughs) I'm so happy we just all did hand gestures because that was just going to be my go-to no matter what. So that was my dream. I thought I was going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never catch that in the ring, everybody, just in case they were wondering. <laughs> I thought you were gonna Not do your trademark. Me. I thought you were gonna do your trademark that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, gosh, a week on the road. I have curly hair and I'm super pale. This is not this is the incognito Marina Tucker, just uh-huh. so everyone knows. <laughs> and now Joel could be walking by. Was that Marina Tucker? No, that wasn't her. Yeah, nope, not her. Nope. With the hood up with the big glasses on. <laughs> That's no, right. Not me. Yeah, I'm not even wearing pink. It's really incognito today. <laughs> All your fans would be like, no, no, we don't know who that is. Oh, wait, I just got the picture. I just got the picture from the mod. Mod's All right. Ah, I just disappeared. Sorry, what? came back, coming back. Ah, there I am. Mod sent me the picture. Right, I clicked thank, it. Thank you so much for coming on again. So, I mean, if you want, like I said, thank you so much. And we will see you guys in the next one. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Later.